Success means celebrating the joy in the journey. Yeah. Each and every step, it's worth it. Hey everybody, this is Susie. And Cosmo from soulanchoring.com. You're listening to the I Feel Loved When podcast. The show for people who interact with people. We're your go-to podcast for navigating God-honoring relationships, whether single, dating, engaged, or married. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And now, here's today's show. All right, Susie, what do we have for today? Hey, Cosmo. Today we are talking about celebrating small wins. And big wins. And big wins. Every win. (laughs) Let's just celebrate. Celebrate good times. Come Come on. on. So our quote to start us off today, which we need some help here, is that success is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. That was Robert Collier. Thanks, Robert. We really appreciate that. Thanks, Robert. So I'm going to do a little scripture verse. Does that help? That helps. Okay. Well, let's do it. Ephesians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always. And that's what we're talking about, celebration. Pray continually, which you're talking to God about your celebrations. Give thanks in all circumstances, which that celebration is also giving thanks. For this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. Actually, it says Christ Jesus, but I'll go with Jesus Christ. <laughs> I do like that it says it's God's will for you. It's God's will for you to rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. So that means all. How many? All. Which ones? All. Oh, I get it. The word is lost on meaning. All. Okay. So, Susie, there seems to be a problem out there in the world about when, how, what to celebrate. So, where do we go in this whole, what is the world thinking about this? I think that we are very goal and destination oriented. I would agree with that. I think a lot of times we think that we can only rest or celebrate or pause and reflect when we've reached the end of something, when we've reached the destination. There's not a lot of being in the journey and celebrating as part of the journey. Right. So when you met me, what kind of person was I? You were a weird person. I didn't know how I felt about you. Is that what you're talking about? What does that have to do with this? That's pretty general, Susie. How about we get more specific? You were really weird. Thanks. No. Was I a uh, workaholic, would you say? Yes. Okay. Were and still your default setting. Still my default setting. I think you've done a lot of work on it, but I think that it still is very common for you to just like press in and get the thing done. And then once the thing is done, you're like, cool, it's done. Next thing. Right. And I'm that way too. Yeah. I'm often looking at the destination and not the, the little, the little wins along the way. Yeah. And that's what we want to talk about today. I think that's the part of the problem is that we're not alone in that. A lot of people ignore the small wins along the way, or even the, you know, bigger wins that you should take time to celebrate. That's a good point. I think that we are in a society that tells us, or a culture that tells us that you're not done. You've got to get yeah. to the next thing. You've got to get to the next keep thing. Keep going. Keep going. Keep yeah. pushing. There's, there's not time. Yeah. And there's not, you can't put effort into anything else except for that next dollar, that next thing that you have to accomplish. Yeah. I would even say too, though, that you have two sides of the coin. You've got the workaholic that doesn't ever want to stop, doesn't want to risk falling behind. Or you have the person who thinks, well, what's the point? So I'm just going to celebrate everything all the time and they never actually accomplish anything. 
But I think that there's a, I think there is a happy medium. I think that's part of the problem is that those two extremes tend to be where we, where we land a lot of times. But the question I'm thinking of is what happens when the end doesn't look like what we thought it was going to look like? Hmm. Yeah. It's, I think it kind of reminds me of uh, times that we've gone hiking and such, and we get to the top of the mountain (laughs) and then we look and we're like, Oh no, that's it. There's more. (laughs) And then you get to the the next one and then you're like, no, there's more. And you get to the top of the next one. It's it. I think that with most work, you realize that, Oh no, I, I don't have time to celebrate because there really is this next pressing thing. There is still more work. That's that really demands my attention. And I think that within what we do, what demands your attention really um, puts you in a bind because you can't you can't tell your time what's going on. Your time is always telling you what you have to get done, mm-hmm. and so it is very goal oriented. And the goals themselves never end. There, there's always yeah. the next one up, the next thing, and it's more important than the one that you just you did. I and think that, that one just seems to just disappear. It's right. Like, oh, I think that's what it I wasn't mean. Important. That's what I mean by you get there. And you think that's it because you thought it was going to be some magnificent thing. Right. Like it was going to be some huge climax and now we're happy and satisfied and everything is done. Except you, like you said, then you take a moment to look up and there's more. There's more mountain to climb. There's always something more to do. Right. Always more to accomplish. Always more to get done. Right. So a lot of times I think that we're trying to define success by the world's standards. That we're only successful when we're good enough. To complete the thing and win the prize. That's the that's success. That's true success. That's when we can celebrate is when we're fully 100% successful. And that's um, a myth, right? Yeah. I don't think it ever arrives. Well, I think about it with people that love watching sports, right? Each game is just this, even if they win, well, is it going to get us into the conference? Is it going to get us into this next game? Is it going to get us into the next game? And then they're, you know, it's really only at the Super Bowl level. It's, <laughs> right. it's only at the Olympic level. It's only at the, the major. Then if you win, the gold is the standard, right? It's yeah. literally the gold standard. Yeah. And if you get a silver or you get a bronze or you get a whatever, it's, do you actually get to rest? Or is now you, I got to keep going because I didn't get well, that Well, yeah. Gold. At that point, you have to then turn around and say, Okay, I made I, I won. <laughs> I got the gold. If I want to keep doing this, tomorrow I have to get up and start all over again. Right. I have to keep practicing. I have to keep putting in the work. So I may have celebrated for five seconds, but now it's time to get back to work. Or if I didn't get the gold, I got the silver or the bronze or something else that didn't place, then I have to decide, okay, do I turn around tomorrow and keep working and try again to achieve this next time? Right. Or do I, is this the point where I give up and walk away? Right. Like at what point is success, have it, has it been attained versus it's unattainable and I should give up? Right. And that I think that we see this in most different areas of our lives. So our professional lives, let's say you're a musician, are you a one hit wonder? <laughs> yeah. Do you get that one song and then everybody's expecting the next one? Um, if you are um, somebody that does day trading, you know, you get that one big score and then everybody's like, oh, when's the next one coming? And you're, oh, you've got to be, you're pushed into that next level. If it's at home, it's in, in your relationship. If it's a friend or, or a family member, you know, the, we, we kind of get pushed into that same thing. We have an, 
expectation that you have to continue to perform. It's all about that performance level. And you can't really celebrate it because now it's just an expectation. It's just an expectation. And it's also looking for the next hit of dopamine. Right. We live in a, a world that is saturated by looking for dopamine hits in the wrong places or there's an overdose, like there's an overflow of needing dopamine, needing dopamine. It, it's um, any source of pleasure that triggers it. There's multiple sources that can trigger dopamine. So there can be addictive foods and drugs and things like that. It could also be that pleasant ding that you hear when one of your posts is liked or when you have a new message, a new text message from somebody on your phone. So those are all these dopamine hits that we get. And there's a researcher named Teresa Amabile. I'm probably pronouncing, butchering her name. Sorry, Teresa. Sorry, Teresa. She's from the Harvard Business School, though. She probably doesn't care that someone like me can't pronounce her name. (laughs) But people who, her research said that people who track their small achievements every day enhance their motivation. She said that appreciating small wins releases the neurotransmitter dopamine, that feel-good hormone, and it signals you to keep doing the activity again and again. Right. So she was talking about, we've been talking about big wins, but she's kind of flipped the switch here and said, small wins can do it too. Right. But you have to track them. You have to pay attention to them. You have to acknowledge that they're happening. And I think that that's the problem that we see. So the world's solution to this whole issue of celebration and when do you celebrate and, and, and how do you take that in? I think that the, what we're, what we're seeing the world do is actually abuse that system. Mm -hmm. So whereas we probably need to have some sort of celebration instead of just continuing, they're saying, let's give you lots of little celebrations, little bits, little hits of dopamine so that you constantly come back for that thing. From external sources. From external sources. And there's never any stopping to appreciate the dopamine hit. Mm -hmm. So you get it and then you want more and then you want more. Whereas what we're trying to look at um, along this whole celebration thing is actually, are you stopping? And the world says, no, the world says, instead of trying to stop, you know, that's just too hard. Why don't you just keep getting more dopamine? Just, Mm -hmm. just ratchet that thing up as high as you can go and enjoy it until you burn it all out. Yeah. So there's another researcher. She's a psychiatrist and an author. Her name is Dr. Anna Lemke and she wrote dopamine nation. And she's talking about why that relentless pursuit of pleasure leads to pain. Mm. Her big thing is that there is a balance between the two and we have to find contentment and connectedness in order to sort of battle that, that endless pursuit and need of the dopamine, the next dopamine hit, the next dopamine hit. Right. Because it's like with anything else, if we become addicted to something, you have to increase that that level yeah. of dopamine that it yeah. has to keep going up. Has Next to keep time going it up. doesn't satisfy you quite as much as last time. So right, you got to increase the dose. Because the body's used to a certain level now. Now it's, it's kind of like getting in a pool. It's cold at first and then it feels pretty normal. Yeah. So you have to pour some ice cubes in it before you feel cool again. <laughs> right. right. But this, this researcher is talking about her research has shown that the, that contentment piece being content in what you have with what you have and feeling connected to others is what's going to help you battle that. It's going to help you overcome that. But it it's easy to say, oh, be content and be connected, but it takes such a huge amount of work. 
Right. Right. It's not, it's not an easy thing to do. It's a very complicated and um, just like any new habit is difficult to form. This is a new habit. That's a difficult thing to form. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious. Um, I wonder if, if we're talking about contentment and gratitude, I wonder if that resets that dopamine level hmm. to a proper height, you know, I don't, I don't know proper, what you call height or proper amount. Proper expectation. Proper expectation. Yeah. And then when you're feeling gratitude, it's not this high dopamine thing. And it's definitely not depression, but it's this gratitude, which is higher than average, <laughs> but not so high that you're just needing it all the time. And instead yeah. of an external process, it's an internal yeah, yeah. process of looking at the world and appreciating what God's yeah. done. It's a perspective shift. It's right? a perspective shift. Yeah. And I think that that shift allows that dopamine to go high enough to where you, it feels good without becoming a craving yeah. to get that, to get more. Yeah. I don't see anybody being like, I need some more gratitude. Is there anything I can be thankful for? I need more. Right. I'm dying to be thankful. Please let me thank you for something. Right. Anybody just do something. No. And I, I think it goes back to one of our um, mini series episodes about expectations. Uh-huh. We were talking a lot nice about expectations. Going right you back. know, going to tie these things back in. Nice. I think we were talking a lot about expectations that we have of other people and communicating those expectations. But I think with this, there's a there's a level of us recognizing our own expectations of what life should be like, mm-hmm. of what day-to-day interactions should be like, of what we expect God to do. And instead of like having these expectations and then running after them in a way that's unhealthy and that is, again, seeking that outside approval and seeking the external success pat on the back, we're going internal and saying, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't get to the top of this mountain, but I'm grateful for where I did get. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful to God for where I did what I did accomplish, how mm-hmm. far I've come. I'm thankful to God for this part of the journey and this step in the process. And when that perspective shift happens, it's like you said, it's almost like it levels out the dopamine to come back and be like, okay, you don't have to keep running after this thing, but instead you have this contentment, this internal contentment that doesn't then seek the external right. gratification anymore. Right. It seems like if you have, if you can appreciate that you are either on the same level or maybe a step up, that level of gratitude is enough to, to give you kind of the dopamine. It's also ties you back into the spiritual presence of God instead of feeling like you have to be 10 steps above or 20 mm-hmm. steps above. You're actually seeing just even, even staying where you are is a good, solid place to be. Living a contented yeah. Um, life yeah. allows you to simply remain constant. And actually, if you think about people in your life that you enjoy being around, there are people that that have sort of the things going on and 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 they're kind of goal seeking maybe, you know, you're you're enjoying watching their their progress, but there's also people and probably the most comfortable people are the people who are consistently at the same level that you know what you're going to get every time, that they're always grateful, they're always thankful, yeah. um and they're it's it's kind of the it's kind of when you stay at that sort of comfort level, it's kind of like a hug. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's 
They're not squeezing too hard. They're not doing the three little <laughs> on your back, like, please let go. You know, that's the sign, like, one, call, two, three, we're done. We call that the Bailey hug in my family. The Bailey hug. My my grandpa Bailey didn't wasn't good at giving hugs. So you would get a little pat on the back, pat, 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 and that was it. <laughs> that's the Bailey hug. And we're done. <laughs> right. One, two, three, and we're done. So, we don't yeah. want a lot of physical affection. Right. So a nice... Hug. I, I feel like that's a, if we think about dopamine in that level, you want enough to where you feel comfortable, you yeah. feel, feel the pressure, but not so much that you're getting, you're, you know, claustrophobic, um, claustrophobic or squeezed, <laughs> smothered, by it. smothered or squeezed so hard that you can't breathe anymore. Yeah. Because that's of, what the stress of the world does. Yeah. I want to take a tiny little bunny trail because okay. you, we've said the word gratitude a lot hmm. and I want to put one little parameter on it. A parameter. A parameter. When we're talking about gratitude specifically for us, we're talking about being grateful to God for, because we think that everything comes from him. Mm -hmm. We believe that everything is his, his allowance, his gift to us. And so when we're grateful, it's not just this sort of vague, I'm so grateful to the universe, or I have gratitude, but it's directed. Right. It's like our faith. Our faith is directed. It right. has a source. So there, likewise, our gratitude is directed toward God. We right. aren't just saying kind of this nebulous, just be grateful for everything. And you can actually be grateful to God. Right. And it it deepens it. So we're talking about having this contentedness. So I think that the that acknowledging gratitude to God deepens our actual contentment because we can be satisfied in Him. Right. We can be content in Him. We can be connected in him. And if it's just a vague gratitude towards life in general and the universe is good to us, then it's not really, there's no place for it to land. Right. It's not, it's not ultimate satisfaction. Right. It's it not has true to be contentment. Yeah. Right. So I just wanted to throw that little bunny yeah. trail in there. Well, and I think that's a good point because if, if you were to do something for me, you know, <laughs> right. And then I just walk out into the woods and I'm like, I'm so thankful. <laughs> And then she doesn't ever receive that. Right. Then what was it for? Like the woods, the trees are like, oh, wow, he's so thankful. <laughs> right. I'm glad that he walked out here and thanked nothing. We, we didn't do it. We don't right. even have ears. We can't hear your gratitude. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. So it is very important that yeah. we have focus towards the um, towards what we are thankful for. To whom we are thankful for. Yeah. The well, thing that we're thankful. It's likewise being you know, expressing your gratitude to the appropriate person, in this case, God, but also being specific about it. Right. I think that what we're, as we're getting to our main point here, we're talking about celebrating small things. We're talking about celebrating progress along the way. We're also talking about being specific about what are those things that we are expressing this celebration for. Right. So what all, I guess we Let's finish the whole kind of what the yeah. what the world thinks with what happens to you when you yes. follow the world's concept of of celebration or lack thereof. Yeah. And if you're constantly looking for these things that that amp you up or or try to make you feel a certain way, then we we talked a little bit about how that keeps pushing that dopamine level higher, right? It's an mm -hmm. addiction. And what happens when you actually maybe try to slow down and celebrate, you may find yourself feeling a certain way or your body responds in a certain way, your spirit feels in a certain way. Certain way. And so you may, because of 
So I guess just look for this in your life. Do you feel tired? Do you feel unmotivated or unhappy when you, when it gets quiet, right? Mm-hmm. Not when you're getting the dopamine hits, but once that, yeah. once that heals off, do you feel those feelings? Because that means that you're not resting in a level of celebration, which is gratitude. Gratitude and celebration are so, so well linked. You should, when the thing is over and you just won the basketball game, does your, does your heart and your mind sink or does it stay elevated in gratitude? Maybe not quite to the high of the win of the game, but you still feel this good feeling. You feel happy. You still feel happy. You still feel motivated to play. You still enjoy the game. Right. Um, And then if it gets extreme, if we're on all, all these devices all the time, what we find is that it may actually cause us to have a little bit of memory loss. It may cause mood swings, mm-hmm. sleep problems, concentration problems, low sex drive. There's all these things that if we are amping up all these dopamine hits yeah. and yet there's no real gratitude for them, yeah. there's no real link and there's nobody to tell about it and there's no sharing of those celebrations, yeah. then these are the things that, that the world says, go get it. And then it actually leaves you empty. Yeah. You're more empty than you were before you got the thing. Whereas the opposite is true with God is if I have anything that I have to celebrate, then I even feel even more excited and I feel the gratitude continue to pull me in the same level yeah. of joy. Yeah. So it amps you up. The, the too much dopamine and too many dopamine hits and the false getting the external hits of dopamine, it, it pushes your levels higher. And then when you try to to cut that off, you know, if I'm not, like you said, if I haven't just won the big game or I'm not getting accolades from people, then my dopamine levels drop. And that's when I start to feel these, these negative side effects, like being tired and unmotivated and so forth. Right. Okay. I, I just, I just need one more like Susie. Just, just one, one more like, like, please. I had, I had 50,000 likes yesterday. Forty-nine thousand today. today. So we have a suggested solution. We have solutions, folks. Yeah, this is the thing that we. This is kind of the crux of of this particular episode. Because we are soul anchoring, and so we like to anchor our soul to things, That's right. which are solutions. We don't want to just say, "Oh, yeah. the Whoa. world's terrible." Whoa, is us. I wish you had a solution. <laughs> right. Too bad, people. <laughs> right. We think that you and we. We think that people <laughs> should celebrate. Along the way. Right. Celebrate progress. Right. Not perfection. Right. Celebrate the journey, not just the destination. The destination, yes, that's exciting too, but we want to celebrate the journey along the way. Right. Do you have a good story for us? I do have a good story for us because when I think about celebration, I'm also talking about how we see success. So reaching the destination, reaching the goal is, is success, right? Right. But we've got to be careful about how we define success. And we have a, a really good friend. She just happens to be an Olympic diver. What? Yeah. She went to the 2021 Olympics. An Olympian. She is training for the 2024 Olympics. So keep your eyes peeled for Allison Gibson. In Paris. In Paris. She recently did a podcast episode where she talks about how when she is competing, the spectators and the judges are watching her literally for like a 30 second window. Right. The time that she actually climbs up the stairs, (laughs) stands on the board. And then there's like a second and a half that she actually does the dive. And then she flips and flips and spins around and then she hits the water and everyone is judging her based on that 
moment, that performance, that, you know, less than 30 seconds in time. Right. Nobody is really standing there applauding her for the morning after morning after morning after morning that she has gotten up before the sun to go to practice at the pool. Right. And we've seen that with, we've had meetings in the mornings. Yeah. And she's and on her way. She's, she's on her way. Or she's gotten back. <laughs> she's yeah. like, I've, I've, I've worked out for two hours this morning. What did you do? And it's like right. 7 a.m. Yeah. And her, so those, those times where she's actually in the pool doing the thing, you know, training, doing her dives, but then also there's strength training mm-hmm. that she's doing. There's cardio training that she's doing. There's mindset work that she is doing. There's prayer that she's putting. That's hard work that she's putting in. And all of those pieces are success. Right. Every day when she gets up and goes to train, makes a decision (laughs) to do it, she's that's success for her. Every day that she is working on her mindset, praying through the process, that's success. And that success should be celebrated. Absolutely. It's difficult. She's, she has said that it's difficult as an athlete because so often success is only the brand that you get when you win, right? when you achieve the goal, when you win the prize. And so for her, if she wants to keep going and not be you know, upset every time she loses or does an imperfect dive, she's had to redefine success. And that's what we're suggesting here is that you want to celebrate those the progress. You want to celebrate... Each of those things that happens along the way, the connections that you make, the joy in everyday moments, the the things that God gives you that you can be grateful to him for, recognizing that we're making progress. And we should take take time to celebrate those things. Success means celebrating the joy in the journey. Yeah. Absolutely. Each and every step, it's worth it. Yeah. Because it gets you to where you're going. And it may seem stale or I'm doing the same thing every single day. But, you know, I mean, there's Susie celebrates every morning. And and why does she do that? Because Cosmo celebrates every night doing the dishes. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It is. I I get the dishes done and I feel good. I've, I've, I've accomplished something and I have a purpose for it. It's not just the cleanliness. It's because I know that it benefits and blesses Susie when she gets up in the morning, makes her coffee, gets ready. It's a clean place. And then also the bonus is she didn't have to do dishes. That's right. And I can either choose in that moment to ignore the fact that the dishes are done once again. I've gotten very used to it. Or I can celebrate that because it does actually make my day start easier. In fact, there are times when every once in a while you don't do the dishes for whatever reason. It's late night. You're tired. You've got something else going on. And so when I get up in the morning, that's when I'm the most grateful for when you do do the dishes right. <laughs> is when you haven't done them. I'm like, Oh yeah, he does this every other day. Yeah. And that makes a huge difference in, and my, for me, in my day. And for me, if I am doing the dishes, then I should celebrate that too. It's, yeah. it's a mundane task. It, I mean, most yeah. people would say, why the heck are you so, you know, so excited about finishing <laughs> the dishes, but you know, it's, it's something to be done. And if I don't celebrate it, then it becomes monotony. It becomes work. And, you know, as much as it is work, it's work with a purpose. Yes. And if I'm not celebrating, it means that it didn't have a purpose. Yeah. And I think that anything that you do that's worth celebrating means that you had a purpose behind it that helps you to accomplish the task and do it. And the celebration actually 
helps you to helps to remind you that the thing that you're doing is a blessing. Yeah. It's worth celebrating. Yeah. Has value. So the way that we do this, we we want to be very intentional. Because like I said, we're not always just thinking about things to celebrate, but because we have worked it into part of our routine, we've made it an intentional part of our weekly meeting. And again, I'm going to plug our mini series. We did a, a episode on the weekly meeting and what that looked like and how we did it. Wow. And one of the things we talk about in the weekly meeting <laughs> is the wins from the previous week. Yeah. Whether or not this was a task item on your to-do list that you got to check off or whether it was a bonus thing that happened, we want to celebrate those wins every single week. And that means celebrating each other. So a lot of times we will be reminding each other, oh yeah, this happened. Oh yeah, you did this. And oh yeah, we saw this. And so it really helps us to just take a moment to celebrate the things that happened last week, whether or not they were productive, whether or not they were what we had in mind or what we expected to do. But a lot of times we're looking at things that that bear fruit in our lives and the lives of, the lives of others. Um, those things that are anchoring our souls, like we said, to um, the life that we want to live, the purpose of God, and those and those kinds of things. Yeah, I think that when we're thinking about places that we want to celebrate, things that we want to celebrate, it can either be in the sowing or in the reaping. Mm -hmm. It can be in uh, sometimes even the resting, right? Yeah. So, so sometimes you're working hard to actually get something done. Sometimes it's we're just observing the thing that has been done, and we're just waiting. And it's so it's okay to say. Wow, we're in a we're in a good, safe place now. You know, we've already done all the sowing. We're waiting for the reaping. I think a lot of times, instead of celebrating that, people just get anxious. Oh, yeah. it's not done yet. Or we When's haven't it finished happen? it yet. When's, When's it going to happen? happen? Instead, to say this is the process that God has us in. We need to sit um, comfortably in His presence and wait on Him in this place. And then when the thing is done, then we can celebrate that too. Mm -hmm. So I think that celebration encompasses the entire yeah. spectrum of it, that process. Yeah. It's also things that make you smile. Mm -hmm. Something that encouraged you during the week or a way that you encourage someone else. Um, it could even be an answer to prayer or maybe it's even like, you know what? We had a really difficult thing come up and we handled it well. <laughs> right. You know, we, we weathered the storm well. Right. Whatever that means in that situation, but those those are the kinds of things that we're that we're talking about and thinking of. And it can even be certain things that are maybe a little bit less discernible, but it could be a, a you know a character flaw that you didn't participate in. You didn't keep yeah. the dog this time. That's a, that's a win. You didn't you didn't do this thing. So sometimes a bad habit that you you may have a bad habit. You may have something that you're trying to overcome. And you take the time to say, hey, Susie, it's great. You you didn't do this thing that you normally fall into when you get stressed. Yeah. You were actually, you know, you know, you went out there and you fought instead of you know, backing down. Yeah. So before we get into the practical application, something for you to try, I want to give you all an example of what we do. Uh, we do actually write these things down. And I encourage you to do the same. Um, because it helps you just, first of all, it helps you keep a list, right. which is fun to look back at. So this past week when we did our celebrations, you'll kind of hear that some of the things that we listed were tasks. 
Some of them were just fun things that we did. All of it was celebration, even though some of it was mundane and ordinary. So here's our list. We played pickleball Saturday with friends from church. That was fun. Um, I played with joy and a growth mindset. <laughs> That was even better. That's a big deal for me. That was a big deal. Because it was my one of my first times playing, and I get really insecure yeah. about not being great at things. And I just she's set... great at so many things. <laughs> right, it's yeah, hard it. to find one that she's not. <laughs> but that was I was very intentional about, you know what? I want to have fun. Yeah. So either I can have fun and pl- just play to have fun, or I can try to be great and win and be mad when I don't get everything right. And I chose to have joy and a growth mindset in that process. Which so that was a, celebrating. That yeah. was a celebration for us. Yeah. We painted and redecorated the coffee area at our church. It was very nice. Everybody really liked it. We got lots of great comments. Yep. Uh, we got some samples of Cosmo's new wrist disc colors. Yeah, the disco. That's right. That's coming. That'll be coming soon. Yeah. They looked like Play-Doh. It's delicious. I mean, I didn't eat them, but Susie did. <laughs> the purple and yellow ones, you pulled them out. I was like, oh my gosh, it makes me want to eat Play-Doh. <laughs> I know that's super weird, but I ate Play-Doh as a kid, <laughs> and it made me very happy. <laughs> We're going to talk about confession later. <laughs> right. but, uh, and, and weird um, consequences of eating Play-Doh. No. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Also on our list, we had a friend come over unexpectedly, and we got to go to dinner at Chewy's, which is our favorite Tex-Mex place. It was such a good time. It was great. We hadn't seen him in a long time, and we got to to visit for a while, and it was really, really awesome. Shout out to Will. Thank you, Will. Um, Cosmo got to go and mentor a young young adult friend of ours, Mm -hmm. had a great conversation with him. Some major breakthroughs happened there. Good time. Yeah. We had um, we we teach uh, Bible study fellowship for the young adults here in Austin, and we had an awesome fellowship night, kind of a Christmas party, pizza party thing going on, and it was yeah. just great fun. Yeah. Um, just a few more. Cosmo got to teach. No, he was preparing to teach, mm-hmm. and um, God was just giving you some great insight and blessings, I think, yeah. as you were in that preparation process. So I think there's a, uh, it, it's not always just what we do. It's also what God is doing, right? And so, I mean, all of these, God is blessing us and helping us in a lot of these things, but sometimes it's a very specific. Yeah. In this case, there was a lot of prayer and a lot of tears and a lot of preparation for this teaching. And I, my thought was, you know, as much as, as much as the work that I put into it, um, God was working in me, yeah. and that was worth celebrating. Was just the growth that that He provided. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And then the last two things on our list are just like chore things. Um, I cleaned the mold in the bathroom. It's nothing exciting and like you know fun to talk about, <laughs> but it needs to be done and got it done. And Cosmo mowed an edge and trimmed the yard, which again was another job, a chore that needed to be done that we had not done in a while. And now and it's so, full of leaves. And now so it's full I of leaves. Another celebration in the future <laughs> as right. the leaves get removed. So just yeah, it's a celebration of getting a getting a task done, getting a chore done, like Cosmo said, doing it with a purpose, uh, looking looking at something that's mundane and realizing that oh, this is actually us caring for, stewarding well something that God has given us. Mm-hmm. So that's our list. Um, from last week. Yeah. So, so Susie. Yeah. So I figure we kind of want to give them some practical applications. Yeah, it's that time. Yeah. It's that time of the podcast where we give you something to try 
So instead of us just leaving you on the edge and here, be like, and look be at like, how awesome we did. Figure it out yourself, we, people. We want to encourage you. And one of the things I want to say is sometimes I forget what's happened throughout the week. And Cosmo, you're really good at reminding me, but you have a tool yes. that you use to remind you. So I what's cool that tool? tool. I, Susie's really good at writing stuff down. And she'll write it down and she'll put it in her phone. She's got, what app do you use for I just for use the notes app on my iPhone. Okay. So you can use that or you could use WhatsApp. You could use, uh, you know, Google. You could text yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's super weird when you text yourself your own yeah. message, but it's kind of fun. You can make a Google Doc. Yeah. I mean, you can do all sorts of stuff you yeah. can do. But what I do is because I'm more visual, I like, and I don't like writing stuff down. I just. He doesn't know how to write. I, a picture's worth a thousand words. So I'm writing in a way. So, um, so anyway, it's called Happy Feed. And Happy Feet? Oh, I was going to start dancing with my happy feet. Are you doing it now? Under the table? Under the table. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Quietly. <laughs> Very quietly. Um, so happy feet has a free version and there's also a paid version. And You just use the free version, don't you? Yeah, I'm using the free version and uh, you can upload like three pictures a day and it will allow you to go back to previous versions and you can just scroll through and it'll also tell you, you know, if you've gone through it a whole year, it'll say, what happened a year ago? What happened six months ago, three months ago, that kind of a thing. And so you kind of get to see their year in review. And as long as you're putting one up just about every day, uh, you actually get to see not just uh, write, you know, write it down and remember it, but you get to see a picture from, from the thing that happened a year or so ago. So it's been very helpful and it helps to re-celebrate because, because that's another big thing that God always talks about. Remember, not just remember, got to remember <laughs> right. the thing that happened. And we're so terrible at it because we have such busy lives that we don't stop to remember. So yeah. one is to stop during the day, write something down during the day, put it in, put it into some sort of format that makes it easy for you. Yeah. Take your pick. If it's writing it out, if it's taking a photo, just find something that works for you. Right. And do it. Yep. So that's one thing is to do it daily. And then when you come together weekly, what do you do, Sue? Then when we come together for our weekly meeting, we actually, I have, again, on my notes app, I have um, one titled weekly celebrations and I just add the date and I just keep adding a new date and writing out our list of things. And so that's where we compile our lists. So I'm I'm reminding Cosmo of the things that I took note of. He's reminding me of the things that he took note of. And we're celebrating them together. We're talking about them together. We're thanking God for them together. And we do that. We do it Monday mornings um, for our weekly meeting. Some people do it Sunday night because it's just a good kind of closure to the week to put, you know, put a little bow on the week and start the, ne- the new week off, yeah. off fresh. Yeah. And hopefully at some point in time, now that we've been doing this for a while, we can, uh, maybe it's monthly. We look back at the month and not just the week mm-hmm. and go through that. Or you could do something every three months or once a year. Probably be really good for us to do it at the, you know, yeah. at the first of As the a year. New year. Oh, I was going to say the New Year's Eve. Or a New Year's um, Eve. Celebration. Yeah. yeah. Create Let's another it, little thing and just read through them and enjoy them. And I think that that would be really fun. So I think so, too. And I think it'd be fun for you guys, too, it out there in the podcast you. world. In the podcast world. Because it's another way, way for us to anchor our souls. That's right. Don't just let it happen and forget about it. Yeah. You celebrate it. And you celebrate it again. Because whatever is good is worth celebrating multiple times. Yeah. 
And you're going to remember the things that you focus on, that you choose to focus on. Right. You're going to think about those things. And so we choose <laughs> to always focus on God yeah. and what he's done and have gratitude for that. Yeah. It's a celebration. So that's it for this episode. Cosmo, what do you think? Do you want to close us with a word of prayer? Yeah, I guess we could do that. That'd be good. Yeah, why not? I guess we could cut this out if it's no good. My prayer is terrible or something like that. I will be the judge of your prayer. If, if Susie's voice starts right after this, you'll know mine was terrible. She just re-recorded something else. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Father, thank you so much for giving us time to, to think and consider how much you do for us and in our lives, how much we do where we can actually stop, consider, think about, be grateful for, be thankful for, and to truly celebrate those different parts of our lives, whether it's internal, external, whether it is sowing or waiting or reaping, Lord, that we can always celebrate each small step along the way, that we don't have to be caught up in the busyness of the world and the what is successful in the world. We know that each day that we wake up with you, that we give you glory, that, that we praise you, that, that we enjoy your presence, Lord, that, that all of that is wonderful. All of that is worth celebration. And so help us to celebrate with you each and every day and to come together as families, as friends, as communities to celebrate you, to celebrate all the things that you're doing in our lives together. We give you all thanks and all praise. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. We hope that you liked what you heard and learned something that'll help you have impactful interactions with others. We think it's totally awesome that you're taking this time to invest in yourself and your relationships. We know it's sometimes easier to just shut the door and shut out the world, but you're doing the hard work of soul anchoring. So yay, you keep going. You've got this. If you're interested in our resources, in-person events, online courses, personal coaching, and the like, go to soulanchoring.com for more information. And when you have a spare minute, would you please do all the things for us? You know, follow our podcast, leave a rating and review, recommend it to your friends and family, and follow us on Instagram at soulanchoring. Okay, people, you are now ready to, to people. people.